Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we give a voice to the women whose story is meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share their stories with the world so that in their shining, they give permission to others to shine as well. So I'm super excited to have this guest that we have on today. She and I have gone back and forth in rescheduling this podcast, and we finally found a time and date when it works for both of us. And lucky you listeners, because I've never seen anyone with this talent before in my life, and she is amazing. Her name is Heather Willems. Heather, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, awesome. So first of all, let's let's promote you and your company a little bit um and then tell us a little bit about yourself you know how you got into doing what you do and what exactly it is that you do that excites me so much um sure well my uh my background is i'm gonna mention this right off the bat i have um i live in brooklyn with my family and my dog zasso who is here with me today so if you hear any barking that's where it's coming from we love Uh, pets Uh, yeah, so I have um, a background as an artist, an author, a speaker, um, and I'm also a business owner. So I, what, what excites me in, in my life is that I was able to both found, um, was co-founder and I built up a business, um, named ImageThink, and then I also was able to successfully sell the business to my business partner. Um, and it, it's exciting to me because it was all stemmed from, my passion um, of in creativity. So um, working in the business was really incredible. It allowed me to travel the world, working with clients, um, supporting Fortune 50 clients for over 15 years, um, doing business strategy. And I was able to take that information and write a book called Draw Your Big Idea. And now I am facilitating clarity through creativity sessions, which are design shops that actually help Um, I bring my clients into the future, like having a vision of the future and then helping them to create a business strategy that's going to get them there. So that is awesome. Wow. So I'm an entrepreneur. What a dream that you've built two businesses. That's amazing. Um, First of all, secondly, folks, what she does in a nutshell that appeals to me most, and I've seen it in action. It's incredible. She tells stories through visuals. So if you've ever been in like a corporate retreat or a big business strategic planning session, um, I've been in major corporations where they host these strategic planning sessions and they bring in a visual storyteller. So this person will um, make stories or create compelling stories with visuals out of the normally dry, text-driven, text-laden plans that most corporations come up with, at least annually. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so, some do a five-year plan. I think if this, in this day and age, if you're doing a five-year plan, you're, you're too late because technology changes things so quickly. You need to look at, you know, every two years or so. But she comes in every year, every two years, whatever your company needs her, and she will draw out, map out through visuals and pictures and Um, visually appealing storytelling uh, methods, your plan. And I think that's so important today because as you know, if you study generations, uh, boomers still are stuck a little bit in the text-laden versions of plans. Yet millennials and Gen Z, they're all about visuals. That's why people communicate through visual storytelling, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, even Facebook. 
you know, we, we now want to hear the story um, by seeing the story. And that is what I get so excited about when Heather does her thing. So am I right? Have I missed anything? Did I misspeak? Well, the, the visual storytelling, I think, is just intrinsic to who I am and what I do. What I'm doing now is that's a component of the design shops that I create. I um, can't so, wait to learn more about that then. So that's yeah. one little piece of Heather that I knew and loved. So um, I'm going to let you talk a while about the whole of what you do, the value proposition, what you, because it's interesting. I don't think a lot of people would um, just at first blush understand, especially based on what I just said. So tell us a little bit about what you can, let's say I'm a big law firm or I'm a big engineering firm or a company. What can you do for me? Um, yeah, well, the, the, Clarity through creativity design sessions that I'm leading. The, the groups that I'm working with um, right now are um, kind of mid-sized businesses and working with their leadership team. Um, and the folks, on, you know, the folks that are on the leadership team, it's a collaborative group experience um, where I integrate creativity throughout the entire two to three day um, session. And it's really about um, getting to the core root of a problem, making sure it's, it actually is the, pro the, the problem at hand is actually the problem that needs to be solved. And then um, bringing in the group genius that, is, that comes alive through creativity to look at the problem from different perspectives, to test, test it with different models, um, and, and then really create a strategy to put those concepts into creation. So it sounds to me like you're engaging um, left brain and right brain and having them, um, you know, maybe come up with a solution to a problem they maybe didn't even know they had, you know, maybe you're unveiling latent needs and um, it, it sounds to me like it's very interactive and engaging and everyone gets involved hands-on. Is that, is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't know that's the, the left brain, right brain, uh, uh, it, it's really a holistic approach. It's really bringing in, um, it's bringing in drawing, it's bringing in, uh, creative storytelling, it's bringing in, um, just brainstorming in different in different formats um, and a lot of iteration. A lot of the work that I do is and always has been based on my experience as an artist working in the studio, um, creating prototypes and really testing and iterating, much like a scientist would, um, in order to make sure that the solution is sound. Um, so I design workshops where that's you know, it's really getting um, all of the people in the room to kind of bring their ideas and test them together. Do you it's, ask a lot of questions? I ask, I ask a lot of questions and I don't necessarily, I don't personally provide any of the answers. Um, I think what my, um, the skills and the experience that I bring to that is really helping to guide people and helping them to um, create their own solutions. I love that. So you're helping yeah. people to be their highest and best selves. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly, that's exactly it. 
Yeah. I want to bring up the graphic recording again because yeah. um, my company, ImageThink, that's, we specialized in that specifically. And um, I'm bringing that in as a component, but now what I'm doing is I'm kind of expanding that into so much more. And it um, brings in that creative uh, element and the visual storytelling, but now I'm actually helping people to design their own solutions. So I see this, and again, this is a conversation. My listeners know that I'm not always right. I might be wrong. I have an idea. Um, yeah. I'm going to ask you, and if I'm wrong, correct me. I see this as a perfect opportunity for um, transformational leaders to bring their teams together and maybe, you know, unveil the individual gifts, unveil their individual, you know, problem solving skills, solution providing abilities um, through this creative measure. Absolutely. Um, typically the, the folks that I'm working with are going through a transformational change. Um, it might be, you know, changing different methodologies. It might be that there has to be a change of leadership within the company. Um, in many cases, it is that our world is changing as we all know, and they're recognizing, holy cow, if we don't really step up and start to change our culture and the way that we um, talk about our business we may be left behind. So wow. those are kind of the folks that I've been, been working with and really enjoying helping them to um, design their, design to be, them, to be their best selves in their business um, and, and designing that. So I see it as they're uh, like, look, a lot of companies are going through mergers and acquisitions, new leadership, um, not everybody understands the importance of EQ yet and transformational leadership. I mean, most companies sadly are still stuck in the hierarchical um, model of doing business. Mm -hmm. and that, that's not paying attention to your internal customers. That's not paying attention to your internal clients. You know, you have to have happy employees at all levels who believe in the mission and vision and strategy if yep. you're going to impart that message to the buyers or to your customers or clients, external cl clients, um, I think what you do, in my opinion, um, is you give everyone a voice and they use that voice creatively to align action with the mission, vision, and strategy so that they're not just words on a piece of paper. They're actually action items and everyone plays a role in doing that. Is that correct? 100%. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I was, I was going to ask you, what is your proudest professional accomplishment? But dang, you've had two successful businesses. I can only imagine. Why don't you tell us what you think your proudest professional accomplishment has been? Yeah. Um, I loved uh, the questions that you asked and I thought about them deeply. Um, I think the, the proudest accomplishments that I've had are have really been shared with other people. Um, you know, I, I can go through my bio and look at like the things that I've done, which are very proud of. But the thing that I am the most proud of is um, laying a like laying a foundation and training for artists and illustrators to build their careers as graphic recorders. Um, oh, so wait, say that again as graphic reporters. As a graphic recorders, so really helping, 
helping um, artists who often, you know, I, my background is also as an educator. I taught at the collegiate level, and you, you know, after you, you, you can say Ohio State because I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was, I went to I was Ohio reading State for you. <laughs> I was reading for and you. I was, <laughs> Yeah, I was teaching there and um, my students would come and say like, I, you know, my parents are making me drop out of this art class because I'm can't, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with this degree. And it just set me on fire because I truly believe that um, people can take their passion, their skills and their talent and, and make a living off of it. Um, so that's been that's been the thing that I've been the most proud of is is providing a career path um, for artists and uh, artists and illustrators to use their skills um, that they love to and learn how to bridge creativity and business. Well, let me just say, if any of your students or their parents are listening, or when they get this blogcast, look at it and listen to the podcast. I'm going to tell them right now: you're wrong to pull your kids out of those classes. Because if you read any, like Daniel Pink's recent book, A Whole New Mind, the future belongs to those who have this creative uh, ability and who can tell stories through creativity and not just um, quantitative data. So, you know, honestly, we know AI will take over a lot of what quant can do. You know, the quantitative functions of so many, what, what is it? Dry, dull, dangerous, and dirty jobs will now be done by AI. It's those yeah. with the um, visual and, you know, the storytelling capabilities, the creatives who will actually have the greatest amount of opportunity. And customers are demanding that. I mean, we want short, pithy. There's too much information coming at us in the digital age. We have to manage all that information. And we're going to gravitate to those things that make us get the message quickly. And I think that's some of what you do is you help people get the message quickly through creativity yes perfect perfect well i'm glad i get you i wish i had a big enough company to hire you um <laughs> hopefully hopefully some of my listeners do i think this is something that the the istjs of the world the people who are the you know linear thinkers the um like lawyers engineers wow do they need this i mean i think law firms retreats you know strategy planning sessions. This is a great way to uh, memorialize what happened and to strategize on what needs to happen in those firms. So fantastic. Well, have you had a mentor along the way? Um, I have. I've had many mentors and I also caught, kind of took a different approach to this question too because I really feel like right now in my life, the people who are the greatest inspiration as mentors are um, also my peers. So right now I'm um, one of the many things that I'm doing right now is I'm also a moderator and leader for a couple different mastermind groups. Nice. And I've been with my mastermind group for some of our members have been together for six years and um, we meet, we meet monthly but we also have a annual retreat that we go on where we really um, design our lives. And it's, we look at it from the perspective of not only business, but also family and personal development, because 
in my mind, those three are all completely connected. Um, so I've really been inspired, been inspired by some of my closest peers, watching them over years, really transform their lives and design it and, and start to live it in a way that, um, you know, is it, you know, you, you said at the beginning is really like, um, people living them best, living their best lives and being them best being their best selves in their best lives. Sure, sure. So I, I try to encourage women in particular, but everyone, to own their story and realize there's no work-family balance. There's no, you know, that you can't separate yourself, nine to five me and then five to nine me. No, you have mm -hmm. to integrate. Your life has to be holistic and integrated. And, you know, I think of life as a marble cake, not a layer cake. And we need to stop thinking that we can separate. Like, look, something's going on with my child and I'm at work or my mother, she's at Alzheimer's, my mother and I'm at work. I'm certainly not going to be able to just put that out of my mind. Look, this, this gift of compartmentalization that so many men have, most normal people don't have that. And so I, like you, believe that we should look at integration of those things that are important to us, not separation or segregation of those things that are most important to us. So um, I love that. I love that you said that. That's exactly, you know, um, I have many mentors too. I couldn't pin a name on one, you know, I couldn't pick one. Um, so that's, we're lucky. I think we're very lucky. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this, you know, I'm all about lifting women in business, shining a light on women, giving them a voice so that they're heard and respected. That's why I do these podcasts. What advice can you give from your perspective and experience? Um, to help lift other women in business? Um, well, something that, I mean, it's kind of building on what I just said. Like I have, um, you know, I, I have three different mastermind groups or three different groups that I have um, that I, I lead, but I also um, find great support in those groups. So one group that I created this year is a women's, I call it my women rev gen group. And so we're, we're an accountability group and we meet weekly um, via uh, Zoom for a half an hour to check in on our goals. So we, together we set our individual revenue goals. We check in on a daily basis, um, setting our goal for the day and then we check in around our weekly goal um, every Monday. And that has been incredible. Um, I created it because there's so many women that I've met through business or just even in, in my life that I think are incredible women. And there's, um, we don't talk about money enough. So I wanted to create this group to start really having a conversation about money and about setting goals to get ourselves to push ourselves past what we think we can achieve i think that is so powerful i've never had a guest say that they went to i mean sally of course at elevest but you're i mean the fact that you're you know every day doing this checking in being accountable but also supporting others who wish to do the same that's amazing this is so powerful that's really really great i, I, I was thinking, thinking go ahead 
I think it, I think it is really powerful. And I think what um, I've learned through this process is it's not only just, oh, did I, you know, hit my goals? Did I update my QuickBooks? Did I, you know, send out this proposal or meet with this person? Those are all very important. But uh, another result of this group is that, you know, we're really coming into it. It's a curated group, which I think is important as well. It's like if, if some of your listeners out there are like, oh my gosh, I need that. Yeah, is being, um, you know, being making sure you're surrounding yourself with the people that are going to inspire you and lift you, um, and then uh, what I've found is because this group is so powerful, like we come into it with vulnerability, yeah, and that creates some incredible trust. And, you know, all of us have over the past six months have gone through something, you know, very um, life altering, life altering. And, you know, it's bizarre, actually. But um, but because we've created this trust within the group, we're we're actually becoming really good friends and supporting each other in ways that I never would have expected from a group that was really originally intended to help us create revenue, generate revenue. Yeah, I have to say, I, I'm, I'm gonna get people who are gonna push back on this, but I think that's a big woman thing, how we, we aren't just about the milestones, we're about everything that happens in between the important. We make it more than a transaction, it becomes a relationship. We are very, um, those who are secure enough to be vulnerable, and I see vulnerability as a sign of strength, then you can share your story, reach out. And in being vulnerable, you, you support others to be authentic and you, you know, give others permission to be their authentic selves. And let me ask you this. Do you remember how we connected? I think it was Jen De Silva. I think, yes, it was actually. Yes. <laughs> she did something. She is quite the connector, huh? She is. She's amazing. She is amazing. She is amazing. So uh, actually, Christy Wallace sent me uh, Jen De Silva's, you know, uh, Excel spreadsheet where you want to connect with these people, connect four or something, I think it was. Um, mm -hmm. Pretty amazing. So I'm so grateful to her and to Christy for connecting me with you because you're incredible. Um, what you do is amazing and remarkable, not just for the money, the things that you're doing, like the mastermind group. That's that's wonderful. I believe that we should lift others as we rise. So lift and rise, lift and rise. Let me ask you, it's not all been a bed of roses. What has been your biggest challenge or setback and how did you overcome it? Um, yeah, again, I was thinking like there's there's been like specific events that have been really challenging in my life, but looking at the bigger picture, I think the thing that has been, um, if I could go back in time and wave a magic wand um the the um the the biggest setback that i think that i've had has really been my own self-doubt um oh yeah and this thinking that and i again coming from a place of vulnerability um this thinking that it's not enough you know um and that that not enoughness like uh having me um, second guess some of my goals, um, hesitate around 
you know, taking certain risks that I needed to be able to lead my own best life has been one of the things that has set me back. So kind of looking at like overall, like what's the core of some of the challenges that I've had in my life. Um, and I think what's helped, helped me to um, overcome, I'm going to mute for one second. Sure. I'm, I'm going to pick up there because you tapped on, into something. Um, I think that your being brave enough to be vulnerable and to share your story helps you to connect with others who are secure enough to do the same. And what you referred to is imposter syndrome. I think every woman I know has suffered that to a degree at some point or another in their lives. So you're not alone. Yeah, I, I, I know that I'm not alone in that. Um, and that's kind of why I wanted to, to bring it up. And then I started to think about, well, you know, I'm, I'm over the age of 40 right now. So I've had a little bit of life experience under my belt and was thinking about, well, geez, what really has, I'm not, I'm not 100% out of the woods of self-doubt. I think everybody has it occasionally. I think it's also healthy to make sure that you're making the right decisions and taking calculated risks. Um, but I believe that what's helped me very most is getting clear on my values and getting very clear on, um, you know, what gets me up in the morning, like that purpose, like the Simon Sinek says, like, what's your why? Yeah. And I feel like as long as those, um, the values and, and my why is clear, I feel like any um, goals that I set or decisions that I make, as long as they're in alignment with, they're going to be moving in the right direction. So that, that gives gives that confidence um, back. Well, tell us something we don't know about you. Give us a surprising fact about you. Um, well, I, a surprising fact about me is that I met my daughter on her second day of life in Columbus, Ohio, the same place where I met my husband. Nice. Um, so we are a transracial adoptive family, and it's the best thing that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> um, but I think that that's a, you know, maybe not a surprising fact. That is very beautiful. So you're talking to a woman who's married to a man who adopted her son. So I understand that is truly beautiful. It's meaningful. It's, it's a very big decision. And I am so in awe of people like you and my husband who adopt other people's children as their own or take them into their lives and homes and raise them and love them and respect them and so wow that's beautiful you're you're a wonderful human being i knew that before but i like you even more now <laughs> wow, so, thank you sure well let me ask you one last question and folks you know i'll put all this in the blog i'll write heather's contact info we'll share a little more about what she does and how she does it and then if you want to reach out to her you can do so directly but um, you tell us on this podcast, for those who are only listeners and don't read the blog, tell us how they can reach you. Yeah. You know, the easiest way is just go to heatherwillems.com. It's the easiest way to find me. Um, there's lots of information there. You could also go to Two Lines Studio, which is um, my business name for the facilitation. So heatherwillems.com and Two Lines Studio, and that's T-W-O-L-I-N-E studio.com, right? Studio. Plural studios. Studios. Two lines studios.com. 
Heather, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about yourself with everyone. Um, I'm honored to know you and can't wait to get your broadcast out there. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, Happy New Year. Bye-bye. <laughs>